Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Rita Cosby. Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. Real smart guy from uh, the GOP ran, uh, helped run uh, Ronald Reagan's campaign. We have a good friend. I went to his birthday party uh, the other day, and and he was a he he was eighty, but he looked sixty. And uh, mentally, he's like forty. He is sharp as a tack, and yes, he's yes. one of the best ones out there. Our dear friend Ed Rollins. Ed, this is Rita Cosby with John. Rita, how, how are you, you my friend? It's wonderful to be with both of you. You're both great friends and great uh, uh, chronicles of what's happening. Oh, you thank know, you. I think it's I think it's very disturbing, John. What, what, you, what you're saying in the sense of that, you know, this this is going to be a very bizarre and a very difficult uh, for all of us uh, trial. If if I, I assume a, uh, an indictment is coming, uh, maybe that's a false assumption, but I think we need to wait and see the evidence. But I think what's what bothers me is that it's the one of several, and I think to it's, it's going to tear the fabric of the country for the simple reason that. You got to have law and order. You got to have the, the local governments have to have a prerogative of being able to make the case, and then it always goes to a jury. My concern is the House Republicans, of which I've always been a big supporter, to drag the attorney, the U.S. the district attorney from here to hearings where there's no no uh, logical way of doing that. It just doesn't make politics. I mean, if if, if Trump is guilty, they're going to put the evidence forward, and he'll be found guilty. He's not. He, all the, all the commotion around the sides and all the rest of it is not going to alter the, the decision of 12 people here in this town if they indict. But I agree with you. It's going to create chaos, and it's going to create – we're now in a revenge mode. Uh, go get Biden. Go get uh, Hillary. Go get all the rest of them. And that's what's destroyed politics. I've been in politics for 50 years. I've never seen a worse environment. The American public is tired of all of this, and I think to a certain extent the young people – don't feel very encouraged by any of it. There's a lot of problems facing this country. We need to be addressing them. We need to be addressing law and order here in New York. We need to be addressing lots of things in Washington, D.C. But clearly this is going to be the dominant issue. Ed, it's, uh, it's Richard Weinberg. Welcome back to the show. I'm very you, concerned, as you are, about the divisiveness, but I'm also concerned that what's going to happen here is you're going to have a lot of people rallying around Trump and that's going to help him get the nomination. And I don't know if that's either good for the Republican Party, for the down ballot races like the Senate or the House or the, or the legislatures, I think that's a real problem. I happen to think that Donald Trump was a good president. I don't think he was a particularly good politician, and he made more enemies than he made friends, and that's why he has he has this problem. But the net net is we really have to put this stuff behind us, but I think this is going to bolster Trump's nomination. What say you? I would say that you're absolutely correct. He could, he could, he could get the nomination out of this, but I don't think it necessarily leads to – Winning a presidency and, and at the end of the day, being a nominee is, is 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 important, but it's not the end game. The end game here is how do we win the presidency back and how do we get the Senate and the House back? The reality is we are in a chaotic situation, and I expect the next two years to be even more of that. And it's hateful and it's disgusting. And when you get into a city like New York, that obviously is a is the 
the, the media and financial capital of the world. Uh, you, you can't just have the protest. You can't have the, you know, whatever, whatever the process, whatever this gets moved forward, it has to be orderly. You have to have law and order, whatever the process becomes. Uh, you, you would hope that the attorney, that the, uh, the district attorney, if he is going to make a case, he's got a legitimate case and he can make his case to 12 citizens. At the end of the day, the 12 citizens will be the ones who decide. This is probably the worst place for Trump to, to go to trial, though, in the sense that there's not many Trump supporters, as we know, in the city. But I think at the end of the day, the next two years, and I've done a lot of – I'm not a lawyer, but I've done a lot of communications and, and, and work with lawyers uh, on strategy and trials. I think it's very hard for a presidential candidate to be distracted every single day by having to sit down with your lawyers, having to go through the process, having to be in court uh, – to win the presidency back against Biden, we're going to have to have someone full time, someone who could obviously make their case to the American public of why we're going to be better, as opposed to just this sort of chop each other off of the knees and yell and scream at each other and say that they were worse than we are. Uh, I'm, I'm very concerned. I'm very worried. Yep. And Ed Rollins, everybody, we're talking to the great Republican strategist, Craig Eaton, uh, former Brooklyn GOP chairman. You've got a question. Yeah, Ed. Um, you know, it, the political political world has turned into a circus now. And we were just talking with Professor Dershowitz about the weaponization of the DOJ and now the local prosecutors, the weaponization of their offices to just interfere with the 2024 election. Well, you know, obviously uh, presidents can't be be charged. And obviously that's a lot of that went on during the, during the Trump. Yeah. But I also think the whole political process, once someone becomes a candidate, before you, and obviously Trump has decided to be a candidate again, you've got to be very careful what you do. Uh, for the points I just laid out, if Donald Trump is dragged into court for the next months and months and months, and his front page story, it's network news, it's 24-hour cable, it's very hard for him to make his case to the American public of why he should be president. And my sense is the negative kinds of campaigns we run today, you know, just be both sides take out their bats and their hatchets and go at each other. And that's not good for the country. There's a lot of problems this country faces, a lot of international situations we have to deal with. And I, my, my sense is we ought to have a good, decent campaign in which the country makes its choices. Obviously, we hope it's Republican choices. But I think we're going to have a knockdown, drag out, crazy period. The next two years could be the most significant period. I've been in politics for 50 years. It could be the most significant period in, in my political lifetime. And it could turn off an awful lot of people. You know, polarize an awful lot of people. And Governor Pataki, you had an interesting point of what you think is driving Bragg. Oh, yeah, there's no question in my mind. It's uh, well, he, he wants to get Trump just because that's the type of person he is. But also, he got to be the Manhattan DA. Uh, Vance couldn't run again because he didn't get Trump. And I think uh, Bragg is looking at the, the negative press from all the criminality that's going on in the streets and saying, well, I get Trump. That guarantees me the nomination again. But more importantly, <laughs> more importantly, looking forward, uh, you know, uh, Ed, I think you hit it right in the head. It's uh, the end game is not getting the nomination; it's winning the election. So, whether or not Trump gets indicted, who do we have? How do we win the election in twenty twenty four? Well, we certainly have a very weak governor. In my sense, is you've got to make your case against her, and and, uh, and obviously, I just worry about not being able to basically focus on, on what it takes to win a campaign. What Republicans don't do, and you're the last governor to win. So the reality is you got to be able to count. Uh, we can't count votes. So we, we underestimate the process of the opponents. Democrats work at this thing 24 hours a day, yep. 365 days a year. 
To them, it's a vocation. To us, it's a volunteer program that we do every couple of years. And I just would argue that this needs, you know, we're talking about, you know. Oops, Ed, we got to wrap up in, in a few seconds here. Um, Trump won the presidency by 70,000 votes. Ed Rollins, we love you. Thank you very much for being here, Ed. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you very much. Happy birthday, Ed. Happy too. birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, John, for coming. Thank you.